Welcome to the Step Into Your Light podcast, a high vibe podcast created to help empower other women to step into their light and live their best lives. I'm your host, Holly Cap, and today we're going to be talking about my journey with anxiety, how I have been able to cope with it, and how you can too. Let's get into it. Hey girl, before we start this podcast episode, I wanted to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. So it's a free app or website that you can use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Um, You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in just one place. It's honestly made my life so much easier. I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't come across Anchor when I was deciding to make a podcast. It just makes everything so simple and it's all in one place. So if you're interested in making your own podcast about whatever you want, mine is uh, obviously a personal development podcast, but if you want to make a podcast about anything, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the actual very first episode of Step Into Your Light podcast. I hope that everybody is staying sane, safe, and healthy right now. I know there is a lot going on in the world, and it's so important right now to keep your mind busy and not spend too much time listening to the news. Um, And I'm going to be recording a podcast about... Um, staying sane and happy during uncertain times, things that you can do um, to keep yourself on the up and up during times like these. So stay tuned for that. That'll be the next episode. Um, But let's get into my anxiety journey. So I have always kind of had some form of anxiety my entire life. Um, When I was younger, I was scared that I was going to be kidnapped or someone was going to break into our house. I was scared of silica gel for a while, those little packets that come in your new shoes or your new purse, which I know, so random, (laughs) so weird. But as a kid, you have some pretty irrational fears, or at least I did myself. Um, and I saw what my parents called at the time a talking doctor, aka a therapist. I think they called it a talking doctor because they didn't really know how to explain, like, or they didn't know if I would understand therapist at my age. That's how young I was when I started seeing them. Um, and then I was kind of on and off talking to different therapists, um, until probably my junior year of high school and then that summer I went to a music festival and I had a pretty traumatizing experience that kind of um, triggered my panic attacks. I had never had a panic attack before until that and um, 
that I think was what started my panic attacks and then um, my whole senior year of high school I kind of stopped driving um, I was just anxious all the time about everything like I never wanted to leave the house because I was scared that something bad was gonna happen um, and I was basically living in fear that almost that whole year and um, I started seeing a therapist that specialized in panic disorder and anxiety generalized anxiety disorder and we kind of set up a whole game plan she had me get this workbook for anxiety and I had to work through it every week with her I would literally see her every week and um, we would work through this workbook and it was so scary she was having me do like exposure therapy so with, with exposure therapy you actually have to expose yourself to what you're afraid of and it can it can even be just like talking about it is exposing yourself so the more you talk the more you talk about it the more you like habituate like you feel more comfortable talking about it and it doesn't give you as much much anxiety i don't know i'm not a psychologist but that is the best explanation that i can give you for that but it was so helpful i was driving on the road again and it was probably like four or five months that I was not driving at all. I was so scared because when I did drive, I would get panic panic attacks while I was driving. And um, it was really scary because like I thought I was going to die. And because like I would get shortness of breath and um, I would get this feeling of unreality and crazy stuff behind the wheel and I thought like I was gonna hit a car because I was having the these sensations these feelings and so sometimes I would just like pull over when I would have them and like just cry because it was so scary and I remember I would take my friend home from school and one time I had a panic attack after I dropped her off and I was almost home. She lived like two minutes away from me um, and I was almost home. I was literally like 30 seconds away from home and I literally had to stop and I was just crying and I had to call my dad to come pick me up and like obviously someone else had to come too because... Um, he, it wasn't walking, I mean, it was walking distance technically, but it would have been a long walk for him to make, so he had to have, like, my sister, my older sister, take the car and drive him, and then he would get in my car and drive us back, so a lot of really scary experiences in the car that made me kind of stop driving for a while, and... Um, after doing all the exposure therapy with my amazing therapist that I love in Houston, um, she had me start exposing myself to driving more. Like, she would have me drive around the block a few times. And then eventually it would be, like, me driving on the street a few times. And then me driving on the freeway a few times. And this would be spread out, like... It wouldn't just be in one day but the more I did it the better I felt and 
um, my freshman year of college, I was driving like crazy the su- that summer when I came home because I, I believe I did like Uber Eats or Postmates to make some extra money and I was driving at home like crazy and I was like wow no one would have thought this would have been me last I would have never thought this would have been what I would be doing a year ago like because I was so so anxious at the time like I just would have never thought at that time that I would have been driving on the freeway driving all over Houston like delivering food and it's stressful to drive in Houston like especially on the freeways when there's lots of traffic like it's it gets really stressful so I was honestly really really proud of myself at how much I had improved after only a year of you know dealing with like super severe anxiety and panic attacks but also my freshman year of college was not the easiest before that summer the whole year was not the easiest year Um, and I feel like not a lot of people freshman year have an easy year so maybe I'm not alone in this but my freshman year of college I decided to go out of state it was my choice I know um I was 1400 miles away and um I did not know very many people I knew like four or five people and I wasn't really close with a whole lot of them so um I was basically starting over fresh and my roommate, I got a really great roommate. She was awesome. We were friends for most of it. She was in a sorority, though, as well. I was in a sorority um, that whole year, but I didn't like it towards the end. I mean, I didn't like it halfway through the year because <laughs> there was just a lot of cattiness and a lot of um, not sisterhood, not what what it was supposed to be. So, Um, I ended up not liking it halfway through the year of my freshman year and um, but I continued to you know be a part of it because I thought it might get better Um, so I wanted to give it a whole year and it didn't really end up getting better and I didn't really go to a whole lot of the events that my sorority put on and so I spent a lot of time in my dorm alone just ings just lots of anxiety and um being sad because like I missed my family because I didn't really have any friends to keep my mind occupied um it was never like super bad I mean no I would say it it was super bad sometimes my homesickness um but very seldomly just because I went to sleepaway camp pretty much my whole childhood so um I didn't really get homesick a whole lot I think I just like missed having like lots of friends to hang out with so that was like one of the reasons that I was just like I want to be home with my family like basically yeah so um freshman year was not easy either I did still have anxiety that I was dealing with that was hard but it was honestly incredible like how after that year I was able to drive so much and do so many things that I never thought I would be able to do and just 
I was honestly so proud of myself. And then sophomore year was, like, even better because, like, I had that confidence in myself that I was able to drive and that, like, I mean, I still had anxiety here and there and I was sad here and there, but um, it was a lot better and my junior and senior year were incredible. I mean, I still had bad anxiety days here and there, um, and I, I still did deal with a lot, but overall, like, I would never regret having gone out of state and, um, facing my fears and getting through my anxiety and everything. Like, after my freshman year, I almost didn't go back because it was so bad. Like, I didn't think, like, that school was meant for me. But I pushed myself to go back, and it turned into an incredible thing. And ever since college, um, I've been doing pretty, pretty amazing as well. I am two years out of college, and um, I have anxiety here and there, but it's pretty much not too often. It's pretty rare that I'll have a panic attack or I'll have a bad anxiety day. Um, and yeah, sometimes when I do have the, those days, they're really, 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 really scary bad days because I haven't had them in a while. I haven't had a panic attack in a while. And then I get one and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And I have to remind myself of um, the different tactics and tools that I can you know, equip myself with while I'm dealing with them. So even people that pretty much have their anxiety under control still have their off days, and that's okay. And there are tools and exercises that you can learn to, you know, remind yourself that um, your anxiety is just a feeling. It's just your thoughts. It's just... It's just, you know, it's just anxiety. And in no way am I saying that I'm a psychologist or that I'm an expert of this, but these are just some things that I do whenever I am having extra anxiety or I'm having a panic attack. So let us get into it. So whenever I've had a particularly anxiety-filled day, specifically when I've had, like, when I've just had a panic attack, one thing that I do is I do breathing exercises. And this is actually something that, this is actually a tool I was given by my psychologist specifically. So what you do is it's the 888 breathing exercise. You breathe in for eight counts, then you hold your breath for eight counts, and then you breathe out for eight counts. And you do this a few times until you feel, you kind of feel like more calm and more at ease. Um, so that's one that's really, really helpful for me. Another one that has helped me in the past is um, naming off things around the room if you're inside or outside, um, kind of listing things that you see around yourself and describing them because that kind of keeps your mind busy and um, takes your mind off of the panic. Uh, I know that psychologists probably don't recommend that one for a super long time because there are other ways that you can cope with it. I know that my psychologist had me doing it for a little bit, but um, it's better to expose yourself to what you're anxious to and not distract yourself forever. Learn to, you know, 
face your fear and you know face what you're anxious about but for the time being until you are able to see a therapist or if you don't even ever plan on seeing a therapist that's okay too um, distractions can really help so for example if I'm outside I see a car I'm like oh look at that car that car is purple that is so cool oh there's a stop sign over there and it's got graffiti on it what does the graffiti say so kind of listing things off that you see in your head and like I said get your mind off of the panic and onto other things outside of your body because anxiety is just feelings inside of your body thoughts inside of your body so I don't even recommend that one forever either just because um, it's better to expose yourself to what you're afraid of that you're more likely to not have panic attacks anymore if you expose yourself to it so um, I'm all for having a therapist um, if you can afford it but um, there are so many other resources out there other than seeing a therapist because I know that that can be really, really expensive and I was really, really privileged to have parents that could afford it. Um, but there, there are other ways to learn how to deal with your anxiety that aren't seeing a therapist and spending all of that money. So let me give you a few ideas. Some things that I've been doing because I um, can't really afford it right now is I've been waking up every morning and turning on Insight Timer, which is a meditation app. And I've been doing 15 minutes every morning of meditation. And sorry, that was my dog yawning. That was really cute. Um, but I've been doing 15 minutes of meditation every morning and then another thing that helps my anxiety is going on walks with my dog. That helps to get your blood pumping and your serotonin up and you're a lot less likely to have anxiety or be upset or get in your head and walks like help clear your mind as well which is really awesome so I've been doing that morning and night but then it's been getting really hot outside so I've been only doing it in the evenings I need to get back on the morning train but I've got to get up super super early here in Arizona so that I don't get in the heat of the day so walking has been great for my mind and my anxiety and then some other things that I do that have helped really subside any anxiety that I've had is um, I've been doing yoga with Adrian in the evenings it's a YouTube channel she's from Austin Texas she's so awesome I do her videos like I try to almost every night sometimes it doesn't happen like that but try to do her videos multiple times a week and then other than yoga some other things that I do personally is um, I'll journal it out like I'll ask myself open-ended questions in my journal and kind of answer those questions so for example like I'll write out like why am I feeling this way what is making me feel this way and then I'll kind of answer it in my journal and that's really helpful to kind of get to the bottom of why I'm experiencing the anxiety like it really kind of 
asking why kind of makes you like really go into your mind and find answers um so that's really helpful and then another thing in your journal that you can do is you can start a daily gratitude journal and write 15 things every single day that you're grateful for um you can even do it while you're experiencing a panic attack to help you kind of like get your mind off of the panic attack and onto what you're grateful for that is another avoidance tactic i don't um recommend it forever i mean obviously like do your gratitude journal every day but while you're having a panic attack I wouldn't suggest it like forever you can obviously do it until you have your own ways of you know coping with your anxiety attacks but um that's another journal tactic and then you can also look on Pinterest for um affirmation ideas because affirmations really really help um for example I am not my anxiety I am not my anxiety I am not my anxiety you can say things like that to yourself over and over and over and I I know for sure that when you say it in the mirror and you say it with emotion that is where you just like really get it like I don't know it just it feels so much more powerful staring at yourself in the mirror and saying affirmations to yourself um and they can just they they don't even have to be like anxiety related they can just be like typical affirmations like I am worthy I am enough um things of that nature and then you can also turn on some music you can make a playlist of music that just like makes you so happy makes you smile makes you want to dance and dance close your door if you've got a roommate or you live with people that are you feel like are gonna judge you and turn the volume up and just dance like nobody's watching I do that all the time when I start to feel kind of like off or funky or I'm having anxiety. I turn my Raise Your Vibration playlist on Spotify. I turn that on. I made that playlist. I will link it in the show notes so that you can you guys can check it out and see if you vibe with it too. But I turn it on every day. I turn it on shuffle and I just dance my little heart out and my dog stares at me in the room and she like thinks I'm crazy, which is so funny. I I try to get her to come down off of the bed to dance with me sometimes and she just won't. She's like not that kind of dog. I wish she was sometimes, but I love her anyways so the last idea I have for um, helping yourself through anxiety or panic attacks um, is self-care um, if you're having a panic attack and you're at home um, do your makeup do something that makes you feel good like paint take out a canvas and paint color get a coloring book and color that helps too um, do a face mask, paint your toenails, paint your nails, um, just do what you love, um, and kind of get your mind off of the panic. That really, really helps me, too. Well, today's episode was totally not the easiest episode to record, but I kind of thought my logic was, if it just helps one person, that would just mean the world to me, and that's kind of why I pushed myself to do it. Because if something that I've gone through and I've learned different um, ways to deal with it, why not share it with people that could use the, the ideas? I mean, I know there's so many people dealing with anxiety right now. And um, tools like this could really, really help people during this, these times. So 
I truly hope that this was helpful for you. And if it was, share it on your Instagram story and tag me so that I can be a part of your real-time journey. Well, until next time, step into your light.